I'm Jake. I'm John. What were we talking about? Wait a second. It doesn't matter what we were talking about. Okay. We're going to start off today. New topic? New topic. New topic. New topic. Uh, but knowing us, there's, I mean, we'll probably get back to remakes eventually. Maybe. <laughs> um, let's talk about the biggest news so far on TV. The war in Syria. <laughs> no, man. <laughs> no. Let me guess. You forgot. Walking Dead. Walking Dead. Walking Dead. Spoiler alert. Wait, like, like the zombie show with the guy. They don't, they're walkers, not oh. zombies. The, the undead show with the guy from, from Love Actually. <laughs> Is that a weird reference? What a terrible pool that was. <laughs> what a horrible reference. Um, uh, Andrew yes, Lincoln. That one, Andrew Lincoln, the That's charming Andrew Lincoln. Motherfucking Brit. So, uh, in case you don't aren't caught up from this point forward, spoiler alert. Yeah. Now it's your fucking fault. You should just be caught up. Uh, There's no sense in it. Big news, it was finally revealed what pretty much everybody already knew. Yeah. Glenn's alive. Yay. He did crawl under the dumpster and make it out. Yeah. Uh, Have you seen the, the, the Oscar the Grouch memes? Yes. They're amazing. Incredible. You guys do great work. Um... But no, it was, I mean, even knowing... But it was really cool to see how he made it back. Exactly. I mean, like, I had, and I had a feeling, I, I figured either it was going to be, I don't know, in the comic books, it's a character named, I think, Jesus or Jesus. I'm not yeah. sure how they pronounce Jesus. it. Jesus. Uh, but uh, I'm not too well-versed on the comic books. I am reading them presently. I am but, but, uh, I'm, on, I'm on middle of Compendium 2. Uh, I'm just I'm a little bit into Compendium 1. Okay. Um, I do know vaguely what happens. I know some of the character deaths and how they differ from the television show because right. I like to spoil myself. Um, but I thought it was cool. I was really happy to see and have him back on the show finally. It was cool. Yeah. Uh, and the ending of it was spectacular. It was good episode. Good episode, good ending. Just really excited to see... Uh, I just love how they give you hope. It's like, oh, look, it's amazing. Oh, and then death. <laughs> like, it's Walking Dead. We knew. But personally, I thought when you saw the, the boards cracking, I thought the zombies were getting inside of it. Like, they were, like, crawling uh, inside of it. That would have been kind of cool. And then, like, and then I thought they were, you were going to see some fall out of it, and then it would fall. See, that would have been really cool. To I thought, see. yeah. I, I was like, oh, zombies. And then it was like, you know. No, just not the case. Just bad building after a crack in the wall. Um, but no, it was. Uh, I thought it was a really good episode. Anyway, the whole season so far has been really, really well done. Yeah, I feel like there's been two episodes that have kind of slowed down a bit. But my my opinion is, is the first three episodes were so fast paced that it just feels like it slowed down. See, because my favorite the last episode was a little slow, mm-hmm. and the one episode. Uh, Episode before that, I think, was a little slow. That's what it felt. The Morgan like. episode? No, not the Morgan episode. The that was the episode with with Maggie when she was like going to get Glenn. Oh, it's yeah, a little slow. It but, was but a little it was, slow. It was really good storytelling, so it didn't matter to me. But a lot of people were like, oh, it was just those episodes were kind of worse. And I was like, no, they just weren't action filled. Like the rest of the season's been action. Uh, the Daryl episode was awesome to me. I thought it was fantastic. See, a lot of people didn't like the Morgan episode that I, I talked to. I loved the Morgan episode. I thought it was fantastic. And I'm so because... excited that the cheesemaker happened to be Drew Carey's brother from the Drew Carey show. Like, that guy was awesome. I've always liked him. What a peculiar pool that was as well. I like that show. I know. He's been in a bunch of other stuff. I just can never remember the names of it. But uh, I thought, it, I mean, the Morgan episode, I can see where people thought it was boring or slow. 
Uh, but again, like you said, a lot of the episodes, at least the first two, three episodes, have been really fast-paced and action-heavy. I feel like a lot of people didn't like the Morgan episode because they wanted Glenn. That's true, because it was like, they were, they were, fuck, what happened to they Glenn? They were like, well, we're going to find out what happens to Glenn. What the fuck is Morgan doing on an hour-and-a-half episode? <laughs> said no one ever. I saw that yeah, I saw that movie the other day where it's like, it was like, what happened to Glenn? Well, let's find out what happened to Morgan first, said nobody ever. I was like... I mean, yeah, kind of. I guess I get well, that. It was but really, honestly... They had to build the anticip- anticipation. Yeah, which they did well, uh, I think. Yeah. Uh, I feel like... I was kind of confused that the Morgan episode was an hour and a half. Just kind of odd that he gets... An, like, well, I guess not, because we haven't seen him in a long time. So we get a full yeah, hour and a half episode. You're still right. I mean, nothing, still nothing big happened in there. It was just his backstory. Well, so. I, I thought, first of all, it was a really well-framed yeah. uh, story. And it was really... It, was, it wasn't very, like, drawn out. It felt very paced, mm-hmm. very well paced. And I love just like the door was unlocked the entire time. Just that kind of stuff. Yeah, it was, uh, and it was cool to see Morgan back as the crazy Morgan. That was yeah. kind of interesting. We get to see that transition from him going mm-hmm. nuts to, to him being the peacekeeper. Yeah. You think, uh, you think they're going to uh, banish him? Um, I don't know. I want to say yes, but at the same time, I think Morgan. I don't know. I feel like I want him to be like, you know, like, this is how I want to be for the most part. But with these people, we can't negotiate. I see. I think uh, I don't think that they're going to do it. I think because Rick is going to uh, realize like Morgan is the humanity side of Rick. Like he represents what Rick could be. Uh, And so I think we'll keep him around. I do worry, though, that Carol might kill him. Yes. Yeah, that would be. Uh. That could be bad. But, you know, and it looked like also they were leaning towards... I know in the comic books, uh, at one point uh, during uh, one of the big battles, Carl... Coral! Coral! Gets his eye shot out. Which they kind of prelude into that. That's what I think is going to happen. I think the kid that's falling around... Yeah. Well, because in the comic books, he doesn't... like The kid doesn't shoot him on purpose. No, it's on accident. I'm pretty because, sure this is going to be Well, because what happens is essentially what happened here. Like, Walker's got into the settlement... And instead of, instead of like shooting him like I think he was gonna do, he starts shooting walkers blindly, and turns around, and pops him, and hits him in the eye. So I think that's what they're gonna do is like literally shot for shot. Like he's gonna be like, like oh my god, walkers are everywhere! Bang, bang, bang! Turns around, like he hears something behind him. It's, it's Carl getting back up from the explosion, or whatever. And he turns around and pop. So the, in the comic book, what happened is the same thing, basic thing. The kid's going to shoot Carl. I think so. And then... Because the, he wasn't supposed to have ammo. Right. Because he, he wasn't... Because he was untrained. And that's why... Clearly. Yeah. And that's why he shot him. Is because he wasn't trained. And he didn't have bullets because he wasn't supposed to. And then he had bullets because he stole them. I think... Um, I think that's... Yeah, we we're going to say A lot of people really kind of complained about that. They wanted to see that. And like, Which I feel bad for... for uh, Carl? Yeah. The actor. Because he's going to have to wear an eye patch. <laughs> For a while, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's gonna be a long time, and then they're eventually gonna switch it over to what the sunglasses with the one lens is what he wears. Yeah, um, I think that's coming. And then, as we found out not too long ago, Negan or Negan, Negan, Negan. Uh, I was, I'm pretty sure it was uh, Negan, but I've heard some people say Negan. Yeah, which isn't right to me. It's Negan. Um, Negan's, Negan's coming. Negan and Lucille. Le- Negan and oh, Lucille. I can't wait for Lucille. They're uh, they're bringing them in at the season finale, right? Uh, played by the wonderful Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Yeah. That dude is a fucking boss. Yeah. I could not have... 
thought of anybody better. I don't even think I would have thought of Jeffrey Dean Morgan. No, 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 it's a good pick. I'm excited for it. Um, I'm excited to see him and Lucille together. Most so nice. most people really thought that uh, what they were going to do is bring him in at the end of the season, but not doing anything at all. Just kind of like revealing that he's there, and then build the anticipation to season seven. Some leaked footage shows otherwise, though. What are they? I didn't see it. Negan is going to be wielding Lucille like a motherfucker. Good. And he's going to be wailing away. He's wearing that uh, leather jacket and nice. beating somebody to death. <laughs> and now rumors are going crazy as to who it is. In the comics, we know that it's Glenn. Right. Uh, I would love to see Glenn walk up and try and talk to him. Because, you know, he's very peaceful. Mm-hmm. And then that's it. Yeah. But... Lucille just... Rumors have been uh, going that... Uh, but the way Daryl's story is going, it's Daryl. Could be. Um, so they think that maybe Daryl's going to bite it at the end of the season. Uh, I might get hate mail for this, but I'd rather be Daryl than Glenn. Because <laughs> I love Glenn I'm kind of with you, man. And I think it feels like the way they're going, Daryl's story is just about complete. Not much else he can do. Yeah. I and mean, it's, I mean, because he went from like the gruff, like, I fucking hate you. I'm going to kill everybody. You know, he didn't trust anybody, and then all of a sudden, he grew into, like, this yeah. family, and he was, uh, everybody kind of was found his place. Rick's brother, and it was, he took care of him, and now he's finally evolved to a point where he could be civilized. So, he's had a full evolution, almost. I mean, he's not quite there, but, I mean, by the end of the season, I think we're going to see where he evolves. He, he's getting happy, so we, need to, we need to kill him. Fucking hey, that's what happens, <laughs> man. I think, I think that's what they're leading towards. I think it'll be, uh, you know, uh, Daryl tries to keep the peace. And talked in uh, Negan. Like, he feels like he understands him to a point because of how he, mm-hmm. his history. And then Negan will just beat the shit out of him and kill him. That'll suck. I don't want to see him. I don't want to see Daryl or I, I don't either, but if, it, if I had to choose one, I'd totally choose Glenn to live. <laughs> another one, another one I've heard, and I, I kind of agree with, and I, I, um, like I, I told him earlier, I'm writing an article for Omnibus Journal that is going to kind of go into more detail about this stuff. Um, but it's. But another theory I had heard was Maggie. That'd be interesting. She just revealed that she's pregnant. And it would be very dark. And the biggest goal they need to do with him is because, like, when they introduced the governor, he wasn't immediately hated. It was like, I mean, people knew he's the villain because uh, there's a vague uh, knowledge of him from the comics. Right, but he wasn't. It was kind of like a well. He could be nice. He could be okay. And there's and there's times when you watch this, you're like, oh, okay, he's not bad. Well, he really like he was taking care of his people, but he wasn't. Right. He made and it look like it, it was a good facade. What's really important with Negan is that they need to introduce him in a way where people are like, "Fuck this guy." Yeah. He, he which needs is why Daryl makes sense. He needs to be the the best, most hated villain. And that's why Maggie would be a good idea, just because... I think Maggie, Glenn, or Daryl, any three of them would get him hated a lot quick. Uh, another one, a uh, guy I work with uh, named Kurt, he uh, came up with one, and we thought it was a pretty good one. Uh, he kills uh, the baby. Judith. Judith. Yeah, I heard that, too. That'd be, that'd be dark. He said... Uh, hey, he told me, he's like, what if he just tosses Judith up in the air and just swings Lucille and knocks her out of the park? God, that'd be so dark. I was like, I mean, that'd make people hate him. That's yeah. definitely true. And, I mean... To an extent, I mean, because Judith needs to die. And it sounds terrible to say that, but she does. She's a burden, first of all. it's She's like... She's a reason for Carl not to get into the action, and Carl needs to start getting into the action. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. And they don't even do anything with her other than she's around. She's being carried. She's going to be a plot device eventually. Whenever she dies, it's going to make Carl and or Rick snap. I think Carl. I think Carl too. I, I think Rick will get depressed and he'll continue because he, that's how he, cause how he got through it with Lori. I think he'll continue because of that. Uh, but I feel like, I feel like he would, I feel like uh, Coral would, would snap. Yeah, and I think, and that's another thing because it, it's bothered me ever since the End of the fourth season, I think it was. Uh, maybe the fifth season. Uh, it was before they got into ter- Terminus, so, so it hasn't been the end of the fourth season. Right. Uh, Carl said something to Michonne about uh, something like he he didn't feel anything when he killed that kid, and he didn't feel anything at all when he killed anybody. He was scared because he thought, more or less, he didn't say it exactly with it, like he was a psychopath. Yeah. Um, and then they haven't talked about it since. Yeah, and I, it always bothered me. I know that it comes up eventually because uh, Negan that's what's gonna... Negan gets really uh, attached to him, and then kind of spends some time with Carl, and uh, I think that's kind of what will happen. I think Carl finally they'll address it finally. Yeah, and then that'll good. start to happen. It'll be good because man, that kid. Uh, I can't. I can never remember his name. Chandler Riggs. Chandler Riggs. Thank you. He he's such a good actor. Yeah. Even as a kid, he was. I mean, he's still a kid, but like. Yeah. But when he was younger, like honestly, I, I know a lot of people didn't like him. I liked him. I, I thought he, he did, did fine. fine. Yeah. I mean, I, I can see why people thought maybe he was, but there, he's a kid. As I said, let's face it, child actors generally aren't very good. Yeah. But I think he he was because I, I I haven't seen the other movie he's been in, but people told me it's good. I haven't seen. I haven't seen I, yeah, but, I haven't but seen I know it. like he's been in other stuff besides this, so he's already got acting chops. So he was just, up for Spider Man too. Um, and they turned it. I mean, they turned down the obvious one with you know. Tom right, Holland. I would love that though. But uh, yeah, he's always like I always liked him. I always thought he did a, did a good job. I mean, I think people. Ex- My problem with it is, is he's supposed to be a kid, so like he acts childish, and I feel like people get like don't like his characters. It's like, oh, he's too he's too immature. Like his character's too immature. Like he's a, a fucking child. kid. Let him fucking be like. Yeah, he's whiny. Here's the thing. He's a whiny little brat. He's a kid. You know what the Doesn't big matter. problem is though, like. Chandler Ricks is getting much older now. Yeah. And he <laughs> so looks tall. much older. He's so tall. His voice is very deep, uh, or more deep now. But he's still supposed to be like a kid. Yeah. And I know in the comic he's, books, like, he's, it seems like 11 forever. I think he's, in the comic books, he's still, like, 13 or 14. Yeah. Like, it's it's weird. But I think, um... I like how, though, like, honestly, this whole season... It's we, gonna be, like, one day or two days. It's been two days. Yeah. Maybe three. I think they said two full days have passed. Yeah. Is why I, I read For the first episode. That's Which really I think cool. is awesome. Yeah, it's really cool. Really clever way of doing it. And it's, uh, this season, man, it's just so far. And I can't, I mean, uh, next, this upcoming Sunday is the mid-season finale. That's going to, man, it's going to be awesome. I can't wait to see that. It's going to be a good one. I'm excited. What, what so far, um, out of all the seasons, what's been like your favorite finale, whether it's mid-season or season finale? Um, damn, that's a good question. Uh, I I don't know. Like, I think... The the finale of them finding Terminus was really good to me. Like, that finale episode where they're in the boxcar. Because... Mm-hmm. I like how... Instead of going somewhere and feeling safe and getting like and being there for a while and then getting attacked they were lured into a trap 
I like that better because it just seems so repetitive. It's like they find a place, they go there, they're okay for a little bit. Oh, they get attacked and the, the barricades are destroyed or whatever. Like first season finale, I really do enjoy. Like I really like that just because like they go to that CDC like, oh, we're safe, we're fine, hot water, yay, happy. And the entire time that guy's just like, this is better. You guys need to stay here. It's better this way. And then they get out. Like I love that. It was really good. But like every other season has been like, we find a place. Okay, well, now we have to leave. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And this one was more of a, oh, we found this place. It's great. And they're happy, and they're, and they're, they're feeding us. And then, wait a minute. He's got Glenn's watch. <laughs> he's, yeah. got, he's got the poncho. He's got, it's like, what is going on? And then they get lured into the trap, and I love that. That was, I, I thought that was a really good one. I think, mm, it's hard to... It really is hard to pick. Um, yeah, they're so, they're all good. They're all really good. They always do the finale, even if like the season itself is not stellar. Which I've not seen one where it's like terrible. But the only part is only only part of the show I haven't really liked so much is Beth in the hospital. That first half of that season. Yeah, that was, it wasn't bad. It wasn't terrible, but it was it, it was the drag. It felt forced. And there were and obviously when it came to that finale, we realized what they were doing. They were trying to build up Beth because they spent so much time. Not giving her a real part in the show. Yeah. Um, and I was actually going to say that mid season finale, whenever she gets killed, spoiler alert, uh, when she gets killed, uh, I love that entire episode. Yeah. Because it was like everything had finally worked out and they finally crossed paths. And you start to see Rick turning a little bit where he's like, we're not, you know, we've got to go in and we'll kill whoever we got to yeah. kill to he, get her out of there. He turned into more of a kill first, ask questions later. Exactly. He's, yeah. We, exactly. Save, we save our, and he's still that way right now. Yeah. We save our own with the Terra thing, with him and Terra. Yeah. Like, we save our own first. Exactly. If we can help them, we help them, but we save us first. And I'm I, like, I, and we're getting to a point now where it's like, you really can't do that. Like, you're in this group now. You're, you've been accepted. And I do like that. I like that episode. I think it was really well done. And it was so much, it like... It got to a point where eventually I was like, "Oh, I could, I could really start to like Beth. I could, I could start to like her. I didn't. Uh, she was okay. The actress is, you know, adorable, and she was did the job very well. Yeah. Um, but it was just the character itself. They didn't. They never really gave her anything, so it was. It felt like too little, too late. Yeah. But whenever she gets killed, it was Daryl. His reaction. Oh my gosh! Yeah. It sold the entire thing, and it made her feel so much more important than yeah. she honestly really was. I just wish she would have stabbed Don in the neck. Yeah. Why the fuck? It makes her look stupid. It does. Because she's like, "I'm going to stab her in the shoulder," where she's wearing protective gear. Yeah. It's like, oh gosh, that hurts. But just like, I mean, everybody's reaction is really well done. Rick did very well. Show or you know, obviously Andrew Lincoln, but like. Rick was, you know, upset, but he was like, mm. I feel like he was ready to kill everybody. And then it was, and then, then he calmed down. And then, but Daryl was the one, and Daryl was the one that killed that cop. Don. Yeah, Don. He killed her, and I thought that was fucking warranted. I, I love that. It was just like, bang, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry, pop. I was like, because he was just, it was all oh. of a sudden, he was just like, he's like, no. Just, and yeah. fucking did it. And I love that. That whole like sequence is what made that episode so memorable to me. Yeah. And it was and then at the end he's fucking crying so hard. It worse than he did when Merle died. And, and it's weird that he was crying way more than Maggie was. Yeah, Maggie was like she was sad. She yeah. was crying like she But then at the she fell to her knees and stuff. Like, that was a really good performance, but, but like Daryl was the one that was heartbroken. Yeah. But it's, it I was, feel like it's just because she hadn't seen her. 
But it was so adorable. It was so sweet. And it, it, it like, humanized the show. It humanized yeah. Daryl. Yeah. And it was so cool. But and besides that, uh, the only other finale I can think of that was anywhere near that was uh, the one uh, when Herschel dies. Oh, jeez, yeah. That one. And it, and here's the thing. Like, I knew it was coming. Me, oh, yeah. Uh, me and Zach were watching it. And we had a feeling. We knew it was him or it was going to be Glenn. Yeah. We're worried about it, who, who it would be. Well, I knew it had to be him or the other, or Michonne. I knew it was going to be Michonne. I knew, it I knew for sure it was going to be Michonne. Because I, I knew it was going to be one of the two that were captured. See, I didn't, I, I was, I, okay, I really didn't know it was going to be Herschel. Like, I thought Herschel or Glenn. And then, like, Herschel's tied up there. I'm like, fuck. Yeah. So I'm watching oh, it. Scott and, uh, Wilson. <laughs> But we were watching it, and I remember, and we both had the same look on our face. We had our hands on our head, just the entire sequence whenever, uh, you know, Rick is doing his speech. And then, oh, it was so fucking intense. It was just like, you know, uh, Rick was did his thing, he said his speech. Herschel was finally like, oh, he's finally back. He's a human. Yeah, he gets it. And then Governor's just like, liar. And just fucking hacks away at Herschel. I was like... No! <laughs> it was so fucking sad and it was heartbreaking. And we knew it was coming because he every single time an actor or an actor leaves the show or a character dies in the show, they always get their big moment, their big monologue. And Herschel had his like two episodes prior. Yeah. And I remember watching Is that and, the, when he was going in with the sick people to help yes. him? Yeah. And I it was, love it that was scene. so good. Him talking to Maggie, like I have to go in there, like blah blah blah. And I'm like, oh. And he, but then he finally does. And he does the speech, and I was like, fuck, this doesn't bode well for him at all. And and then he was like on Talking Dead that um, the night he died in the yeah, show. I love this. Like, we have a special guest. Like, oh shit, someone's dying. Exactly. Did you see the last Talking Dead last the Sunday? He's like, he's like, that doesn't mean that somebody's dead. Like Glenn it was means, on this show here now, and he's not dead. It means somebody's dead though, probably. But um. <laughs> Whenever he has him on there, and he had him on there, he talked to him. And he said, "As soon as I did that speech, and I and I or I read it, he said, I thought, oh, this doesn't look like it's going to end well for me.' Right. And uh, I thought that was it's like kind of it's, the same way with uh, oh, the other kid that the kid in the hospital that Beth befriended Noah. Noah. because oh, he was like, I'm going to keep a journal of all this stuff. I'm like, no, don't do it. Don't, don't do positive things. Don't come up with life goals. It doesn't end well. His death was really sad. I know. It, it was heartbreaking. Tore, like, for a character we haven't known long. Exactly. And it was, tore me apart. That was a testament to how good that actor was. Yeah. Um, well, his story was so good. Like, it was. Him and his dad and, like, uh, and his bad leg. It was, and, and, and it was, like, was, it was like, like, boom, 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 too. It was like, we had, you know, Beth died, and, and it made us, shortly after, and it made everybody hate Nicholas. Exactly, it's crazy. And then he kind of redeemed himself, and he fucked himself over. And then uh, I think, I mean, they did that, and then it was Tyrese died shortly after that. It was that at the beginning of five. Yeah, and then it was like, you that know, episode was really good too. That was a really, very, really, really excellent episode. It was I was kind of strange. But I was very surprised at how it. good it was because. Um, I mean, it's Tyrese. And no offense to, to him or the actor, but, like, they never really made him a huge yeah. deal. I mean, I liked character. Oh, I absolutely but, did. But he, was, he wasn't... And by the time he died, though, I was finally starting to think, I was like, man, he's fucking awesome. I really like him. And then... Yeah. That's about the time when you realize... It, and Herschel was the exception to that rule because Herschel, from the time we met him, we fucking loved him. Yeah. You know, and then... Uh, but then whenever they introduced Herschel, I mean, they, as soon as they introduced him, I was like, uh-oh, Dale's gonna die soon. Yeah. 
and then he did. Uh, oh, that was heartbreaking so too. Uh, God, every death on there they do so well. Yeah, you know, I've never seen a death on there where I was like, oh, "Fuck them, they ruined it." And that was a part of me. I knew that was a big reason I knew Glenn hadn't died because the death was so nonchalant. It was like the pan back and everything. Yeah, and it, it wasn't was... in and gritty. I was like, yeah. And when I, I was telling Joe when I was watching, I was like, okay, they're pulling intestines out of his, out of his chest. Ch- yeah. <laughs> I was like, they're right here pulling intestines out. Like, that's a little weird. When I finally saw, when I saw the episode too, I had, I had fast forwarded too far through the, you know, commercials and, or the commercials through the previous episode. But uh, it got to part and it showed and it looked like it was coming out of him. And I was like, fuck, no, he's really dead. And then it was, and then I rewound it back and saw that it was actually coming out of him and or coming out of uh, yeah. Nick or um, Nick Nicholas. Yeah, yeah what um, a fucking douchebag. My thing is, honestly, like this is gonna sound weird, but did Nicholas really do him a favor? Because if he didn't go down there, if, if Glenn didn't try and catch him and fall down with him, and didn't go underneath the dumpster, the, the walkers would still be trying to get to him. Yeah, but they would have. Um... I mean, really, they, I mean, they it would have been forever, but they could have survived. And they could have slowly just stabbed and made a way. But that's a lot of walkers. Uh, obviously, Nicholas killing himself did provide him an, cover. A, a cover. And to get out. blood, like enough smell and enough cover. Like, yeah. I'm going to say, like, if he was still on top of that dumpster, it'd be a while before he left because all of those walkers would still be there waiting for him, like, trying to get to him. It was, uh... So, honestly, like, it sucks that it happened. Like, and, and in that last moment, too, that Nick, the actor that, did, that played Nicholas did a very good job, too. Oh, yeah. And I love the, the last episode started with black screen, ringing sound, and then, thank you. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, that's a good way to start it. But what I, what I hated, and it's, it's, this is way off logic, just because it's, it's a zombie show. Fucking bring logic into this. But... Why not? But he's laying across them this way. Mm-hmm. All the walkers are on top of him. Why aren't they grabbing his legs? <laughs> the meat, meat, and the good I, stuff. I is... know, but the ones that are back that way, they're not going to be picky. It's true, they're going to be like, "Hey, there's like, I can reach for meat." And they're going to reach for it. Why would because they? Because because Glenn's not going to die. <laughs> it's what it's what me and uh, Joseph call script armor. Yeah, plot armor. That's what it plot is. armor. Plot yeah. armor. It's because they're not ready for him to die. I know. Yet. It just this, this makes me laugh. It's like they're reaching here for hit their Nick's Nick's guts. But like they're like, oh, they have, you those know, aren't legs. They have Glenn legs rawr, to rawr, chow down rawr. on. But yeah, it was. Uh, and honestly, he did move pretty quick. Huh? Like, after that scene, he moved really quick. Get yeah. underneath the dumpster, like. And I feel bad, Glenn. You know, you realize how much shit Glenn has seen and survived. Yeah, and still not killed anybody. <laughs> exactly. He's a. Uh... I loved watching Talking Dead. They were talking about how he was under that dumpster for like seven hours, and like the second day he was under it, it they rained. Forgot, yeah. And they... <laughs> <laughs> flies uh, and shit everywhere. I was like, "Oh, that's gross." It's a. Uh, it, it's really this season is really good. I really look forward to next week and yeah, this upcoming Sunday. And yeah, uh, it's gonna suck to go through hiatus. Fuck. I, am, and I hate that when they do that. And that's what they're doing. You know, that seems to be the popular thing. And I know, more, um, more com- which is honestly, I understand. To me, like it makes it. It's like okay, well, here's we can play. We can play reruns. And you can get caught up. That's what it feels like. But during the holidays, but it's just like I just want to watch it. <laughs> but it's another reason, you know, like uh, and. You know, I don't really watch a whole lot of shows that go through a hiatus. Um, you know, I've been watching um, Limitless uh, on CBS. Really good it, show. I very, very uh, uh, clever and fun. Um, I still want to watch uh, Blind Spot. They are, first of all, let me tell you, Limitless 
is using the shit out of their Bradley Cooper uh, uh, images and voiceover. Are they? Yeah, it's like they're using the shit out of it. And of course I, they are. I get it, though. I totally get it, but... Um, and it's really cool that Bradley Cooper was like all about that. Like he was, he was cool. He was like, "Yeah, I'll show up on the show." He's showed up on the show far twice. That's cool. And um, obviously, I, I playing honestly, this... still love Bradley Cooper in uh, A Team. I, I love that movie. Fucking a, dude. I don't care. Like he is such a good face, though. He is. He's perfect. I was watching. I was like, I, I used to watch the show a little bit when I was younger. I was watching. I was like, okay. I was like. Liam Neeson to me doesn't I, didn't I, fit. I don't yeah, like him. I again, yeah, I'm like you. I, I watched he a was little fine. bit of the show, but never, never really that into the show. And then the movie started coming out. It was like a dumb action movie. It, it was fun. It was. And it, it was, was totally it that. It was great though. Like I love the action in it. Liam Neeson. Honestly, the only time I liked him was when he said, "I love it when a plan comes together." Because he he sounded right. he delivered it properly. Yeah, but Cooper, his face was awesome. Yeah, uh, the guy that I can't remember his name, the guy Shiloh that uh, or Shalto Cooper was that his name? The guy that played um, the crazy one, the crazy one. Yeah, Shalto something like that. Something like that. He played him. in District Nine. That's what it was. Yeah, that's what I couldn't remember what I saw. I saw him in. Yeah, then, he did a great job. He did do a really good job. And then the UFC fighter, I can never remember his He name. was fine. He was fine. I mean, yeah, I mean he, he did the job, I he, guess. Fine. Yeah, I mean, he, he was Let's Mr. face it, uh, Mr. Was Mr. T, T was, as in, Mr. T was not ever a good actor. Yeah, he, he was Mr. T, and it was fine. I love him with the truck, with the van, though. Like, that stuff was fun with, with for me. Like, yeah. he did a good job. I'm gonna kill you, fool! Like, he did a good job. Um, I like it. But no, I mean, like, yeah, you know, I don't do a whole lot of, uh, you know, limitless. I do elementary uh, and then, obviously, and you wouldn't know this yet. You shut the fuck up. <laughs> uh, Arrow and Flash. Uh, my homeboy here hasn't caught up on Arrow and Flash yet, so we can't really discuss it in too great a detail. It's been busy. Um, uh, but, I mean, there, there's some good news, and hopefully you'll stay caught up whenever this starts, but they did release a new trailer for Legends of Tomorrow, which is the spinoff show. That's spring, isn't it? Uh, no, I think they said February. It'll come back after the break. Right. Uh, so, so spring. I'll be honest, whenever they announced it, I was like, fucking, that's going to be stupid. It sounded weird. And like, I, was I was excited because like, it's oh, Flash yeah. and Arrow. I was like, and... come on, guys, you cannot do that again. But, man, that trailer looks fucking awesome. And I'll be honest, it, it really kind of looks similar in style to uh, Firefly. Yeah. I, I like that they're doing, they're going to the past. Yeah, that's but, what they're but you really... know they're going to the future. Yeah, so it's kind of cool. Like they go to the past first, and then they're going to go into the future to fight what's his face, Vandal Savage, Savage. Yeah, so and whoever else. I mean, we'll probably see Reverse Flash. What's that brute guy look like? Like the the henchman? Because that's not. I mean, obviously that's not Savage, but like you see him in the trailer, like he looked uh. like his mask he had on like, looked like a gorilla. It was weird. Huh? Yeah, I I saw like huge guy. I was like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> is it going to be? Uh... Possibly uh, Solomon Grundy. Could be. I mean, they did the sim- They did. They've already done Solomon Grundy in um, Arrow. Could uh, be. But he was big. Um, I guess it could. Yeah, I, I might do some research on that one. But uh, I, I know the the show looked really fucking cool, and yeah. you know, and I thought. Well, I, and I heard like the Flash had been. Like, there's, like, alternate universe stuff going on. Mm-hmm. So, I know that's going on. I saw the picture of the other Flash that shows up. The, mm-hmm. the old style. Eric. Old, old school Flash. The helmet. So, do you think that's going to be a way to get Barry's dad into a suit? No. 
You don't think so? I don't think so. I heard rumors saying like he was going to be the man in the yellow suit from another universe. Not that guy in our universe, but another one. Maybe. I get... Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I don't see him doing it. Uh, and plus, it'd be way too close to the 90s Flash show, like putting him in the suit. Yeah. Well, that's why they were talking. I heard they But were then again, about. I mean, they did cast that guy. They knew that was going to happen eventually. People were going to be like... And then Mark Hamill came back. Yeah. That was a cool moment. So that's, that always kind of confused me. I was like, okay, what universe? Is this the same universe? <laughs> like, that's what it feels like. But uh, it's, I mean, it was really, that was really cool. But uh, yeah, Legends of Tomorrow looks really good. I, I mean, to be honest, I, whenever they said they were going to do the Flash the TV show, I thought that's going to be fucking stupid. Like, I thought... Uh, I, I didn't, because Flash is one of my favorites. See, I never... I know, not a huge Flash fan. I've never really read any of the comics, other yeah. than, like, Justice League. Well, my, my biggest thing was that I don't really care for Superman. And, Fucking A. But, but to be fair, Henry Cavill's been doing a great job. Yes, I, he has. I love the new, darker Superman. He did do a good job uh, I mean, there's Man a, of Steel. There's a bunch of issues with Man of Steel, but it's any movie. There's a lot of issues with yeah, it. Yeah, but, but still... I mean, I like all the little nods, and I like some of the stuff, and I, I like that you see the sacrifice he took killing the rest of his race I love that line like you know like we had our chance I love that like we already ruined the planet we had our chance now it's the human's turn to see if they can survive or not whatever so I like that new style they're doing and the, and the new grit and I love the the whole killing Zod thing yeah it was awesome um I was but, actually a huge fan of that. A lot of people hated that. I thought it was perfect. I thought it was he good. Made, he made no, a very thing, difficult the, choice. The biggest problem uh, that most people have, and I agree, is that the people that he was saving him from could have just been like, I'm just going to walk over this way and just move out of the way. Like, yeah. But they didn't. Uh, and then also, uh, Superman could have just flown away with him. And yeah. See, I don't think so, because I think at the moment he puts lets pressure out to go fly... Zod could have been like using pressure to get away from him because he's true, yeah. Because he flies up, Zod all he has to do is try and fly down. Of course, and also if he would have fly, uh, tried to fly away, and Zod would have put pressure down. Good chance he would have popped his head off. It could be. It just depends on. But I really situation. thought the death was really good, and it wasn't like the death itself. I thought was really well done. It was cool, um, but it was Henry Cavill's like screaming at the end. It was terrible. Like it was well, like, heartbreaking. And I love it because like he's such a, a Boy Scout character. Mm-hmm. And he made the hard decision. It's like, like this if, guy's got to die. Or... If I don't like if, right now. If I don't kill him, he's going to kill these people, mm-hmm. and they don't deserve to die. And he's he's ruining their planet and their lives. And also, this leads to possible doomsday. Yes, which I love. I'm excited to see what they I, do. Have you seen, he is clearly seen, in the. You seen Shannon with the the arms? Nah, like because uh, Luthor, whoever's doing experiments on. Zod's body, mm-hmm. and Shannon had a picture of him with a prosthetic arm. What? Yeah, I haven't seen that. You look it up. Oh my god, yeah, it looks amazing. Like it looks like a claw hand. I'm like, oh, Doomsday. I mean, that kind of <laughs> proves it. But here's the thing: is Doomsday going to be the villain in There's, Batman v That's Superman? what they're talking about. Which I'm 100 percent okay. That's with. fine. I'm cool like, with that. Them, but like them working together to, to take down Doomsday, and then they realize that they're going to need to get together with. I mean, because they also, obviously, they're going to have to work with uh, Wonder Woman. Yeah, Aquaman. Um, Aquaman as well. Aqu- Aquaman, I heard, I, doesn't have a huge part in the movie. Um, I really hope he just shows up and, and chokes Superman. Sorry, but that's like how it was in the comic books. They hated each other. Oh, yeah. Because they're both, they're both quote-unquote, like, gods. So, so uh, like... The, Batman, the, you said? No, no, Superman. Oh, I thought you said Batman. Yeah, I was Aquaman. like, fucking what? Because yeah, Aquaman comes out and like Superman and him are talking and he says something to him and Aquaman just grabs him by the throat and lifts him up in the air and just sits there and chokes him. 
And he's like, watch what you say to me. And it's like, oh, God. And if anybody's going to make that look awesome, it's going to be Jason Momoa. Momoa's so good. He's such a good choice. Hey, well, I mean, he's not... He doesn't look like Arthur. No, he doesn't look like Arthur. But he but looks he, like what Aquaman should look he like. He looks I like never, badass. Arthur never looked right. No, Sorry. I, first of all, like, that I character always looked like a pussy. Yeah. But Arthur, like, he doesn't fit Aquaman. Like, I get that he's he's he doesn't know that he's Aquaman until he's older. But he's so, still, like... But see, like... Because he's, like, like, little white bread guy, always. And it's like, fine. It's like, Samoa makes way more sense. Like, it fits so, so much better. I think, uh... I, I, yeah, I don't think you'll ever that he's actually held captive <clears throat> by Lex uh, Luthor. Okay. Uh, and I can see that. that's how they introduce him. Um, and I heard there's also a reference to him in uh, Suicide Squad. Well, that'd be cool. But I think, um, yeah, Batman v Superman, I think, I do think Doomsday will probably show up in it. Whether it's at the end to tease for Justice League. I can't wait. Or, but I don't see how they could do that because they can't really tease from this to Justice League because there's still, I think, between this and Justice League, there's the Wonder Woman movie, Flash movie, a Flash movie, and I think another Batman movie. And then it's the Justice League Part 1, and then they're going to do, like, Green Lantern, Cyborg, um... Arrow? Are they going to no. do an Arrow movie? He's not going to be in, is he? No. That's dumb. That, I, I, I still understand why they don't use the actors they've got for the shows. And here's the thing, like, even with uh, The Flash opening up different Earths, <clears throat> they could technically um, go that route, but I know they won't, unfortunately. Yeah. And I, I'm going to tell you, like, I've always said it that, uh... Stephen Amell as uh, Oliver Queen, the Green Arrow, deserves to be in the Justice League he in the does. films. And even I, Grant Gustin, even, I was going to say, Grant I, Gustin. At first, I was worried about. But I didn't like, think he looked right when I first saw him, but but then after watching the show, it's like he's awkward enough. Like I like that. He like, works, yeah. and he would be the perfect Flash for the movie. And, and I'm not taking anything away from the kid that's playing him. Uh, the kid that he played in uh, Perks of Being a Wallflower. Um, he's a really good actor. Um, Which one was he in Perks? Uh, the girl's friend, not the main, not not the, um, the, the weird one. Yeah, the odd one. Yeah, that's uh, gonna be strange. Yeah, he'll be strange, but the kid's a good actor. So yeah, I, I try to say he'll pull it off. I just we'll I'm upset because Grant Gustin should have been. I know Flash. Um, I guess they could still technically do it because even in uh, as you heard, Legends of uh, Tomorrow, they do directly mention the Man of Steel and the Dark Knight. Yeah, so. There's a chance that we could see... Alternate Universe. Maybe. Uh, but that's the first time they've ever directly mentioned him. I still think it'd be cool if they did... Um, Diggle is Green Lantern. That would be amazing, too. <clears throat> but I think it'd be really cool if they did Flash the, the Flashpoint Paradox. Oh, fuck yeah. Like have, have some, like, have one of the two actors go into the other world, and it kind of changes it. Like, they could have one of the Batmans in... Because like especially with uh, Legends of Tomorrow, he was talking about you know, like the things you do can change the future. Like, what if that's part of the Flashpoint paradox? It could because because then they could talk because they talk about Dark Knight. They could talk about like it could change from him being the Dark Knight to Thomas Wayne, guns, killing people. Like, it, how exactly did he put it? It was that I've seen Dark Knights fall in Man of Men of Steel. Something, something like crumble or something like that. Something like that, yeah. Um, I, I, I was like, I got like geek excited over that one because yeah. I was like, I was like, oh my god, they exist in that world. Yeah. And even though we all know Green Arrow is the Batman of this universe, yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm excited to see what they do. Like, there's, there's so many possibilities with DC. I just feel like they got on the train way too late. 
They did. Just because, like, people are kind of getting off the... It's like, oh, good, another Marvel movie. Which, I love the Marvel movies. But I do, like, too, but, they, I mean, they're starting... They're, I hate saying it because I know they're not really wearing thin. But, like, we saw Avengers, Age of Ultron, and it was fine. It was a good movie. Yeah, I won't say that it was great. First of all, it wasn't as good as Avengers. I feel like it should have been... And people might not like me saying this. I feel like it should have been Iron Man 4. Because it was the last time you see Iron Man. Essentially. Like he's going to be in Civil War. But this is the last time you see like it focus on Iron Man. Now, I know all the Avengers are in it. But it's like... To me, it focused on on Tony and... But then again... Because it focused on Tony done that, and, If they would have done Iron Man 4 as that one... Then it would have been like... Okay, we have two movies in a row where... All yeah. the Avengers are in it because they're getting ready. I mean, I guess it wasn't in a row because after Age of Ultron, Ant Man came out. Um, but they're doing that, and then obviously Civil War, which looks like the trailer was just released today. Yeah, uh, we watched it actually just before we start recording. Uh, it's pretty epic. Like I love seeing. It's honestly, it's nice seeing Captain America kind of be the bad guy like, a little bit, which I knew it was in the comic books which too. Which is or, sort of, yeah. I don't know, man. It's kind of hard because in the comic books, more I always, I always took it that Tony Stark was the villain. Yeah, because he took the side of. Well, it's uh, not that he's the bad guy; it's that he 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 goes he goes rogue. Oh, okay, so you mean he like, gets rogue? But he kind of not went rogue. to us. He's he the was bad rogue guy. and also in Winter Soldier. I don't think so. Kind of was because he was the enemy of Shield, but see, Shield was Hydra. That's true. And that it wasn't really Shield. This is more the government, and also we get to finally see uh, General Thunderbolt, oh, General Ross yeah. back. Yes, but yeah, I, I feel like this is the first time where you see him actually defy the people that work with him. Totally. Because in, in in Captain Two, he defies Shield because Shield is actually Hydra. To me, he's not defying the people he works for. He's he's defending. It's true. Yeah, you're right. By, by destroying them because they're turned into Hydra. That's true. I guess you're right. Like, honestly, I, I was hugely surprised when, when the Coulson, Coulson's partner was Hydra. That was like, to me, like, it sounds weird, but that was one of the things I was like, damn, I didn't see that coming. Yeah, but it was but so they, weird to have him turn because he was so barely mentioned. Yeah, but at the same time, it's like, that's kind of, to me, that's kind of why he wasn't mentioned because he was always in the shadows because he was reporting Hydra. That's true. But even when, at the beginning of the movie of uh, Winter Soldier and they showed him, and he was kind of being mouthy. I was like, I mean, he's going to play a bigger part here, obviously. But yeah. I thought, um, I mean, obviously I loved Winter Soldier. It was, you know, up until Guardians of the Galaxy came out, it was my favorite. Yeah, I told I, I keep telling Joe he needs to watch it. Like, Has he not watched that yet? Mm. Holy shit. And he's like, well, he's like, I want to rewatch the first one. I was like, don't. No, you don't. I was like, watch the second one. The first one. one's well, terrible. He he said he, did, he, didn't, la, 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 la. he didn't feel like he gave the first one a fair shot. You didn't he, need to. It's bad. When he was, I I didn't hate it, but you don't yeah, hate it, anything, it wasn't. Though. It wasn't. It wasn't. It was especially not up to snuff. I, when I watched, I was like, okay, well, that sucked. That's over. Because it's like they didn't do anything. Like it was just a complete setup for Avengers. It's, it wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't a movie. Like they barely used Red Skull. It was a huge waste of uh, Hugh uh, Hugo. Weaving. Yeah, like Hugo Weaving. It was a huge waste to him. Uh, like Chris Evans. Like his love interest, you're like, eh. <laughs> like yeah. It's what love interest? Because you're like, because I think it's honest. It's because in your head, you know, he goes to present day. She's so what's dead. the point? Yeah. Now the only thing we get out get out of that was Agent Carter, which yeah. is fine. I've seen episodes here and there. It's fine. Right. It really is a decent show. I don't care. Just because it's like I never cared about her to begin with. 
I, I think, liked her character, but it's like, why? Yeah, and especially, um, you know, the first Captain America was not good. I, I've never liked it. I didn't really even like the first Thor, but I did like it more than I did Captain America. Yeah. Uh, Winter Soldier completely redeemed it. It was so good. Mm-hmm. Like, I was so happy with that movie. Uh, and like I, I said, up until Guardians of the Galaxy came out, that was my favorite Marvel film. Yeah, I um, love the introduction to Falcon, too, in that. Oh, yeah, totally. It was really so good. good. On your left. It was it was awesome. Uh, I, I, and, and, God, uh, Falcon looks like a badass in yeah. this one. And honestly, I love Falcon in Ant-Man. Yeah, it he was He got fun. a small little role, and he got his ass kicked. Kind of stole the show a little bit, like yeah. the, the whole fight scene. Uh, yeah, it's kind of like a little cameo. But like, my thing about it is people are like, well, it makes, it makes Falcon look weak. I was like, doesn't. No. I was like, he's fighting an enemy he has no idea about. Exactly. This is something brand flipping new. And it gives him an intro to be like, well, I kind of know a guy. Exactly. And that's a like, way to bring him in. It's like, he, he's, you know, obviously he's strong as he kicked my ass. It's like, but, you know, he caught me off guard, but, like, he can do some crazy shit. So, like, we can bring him in. He can help us. So, it's like, cool. Like, it's a little, like, it's just, to me, that whole, the whole fight was, one, entertaining into an intro for Ant-Man to come into the Marvel Universe. Yes. Like, fully into the Marvel Universe. Instead of just being like, well, I'm part of it, but I'm Ant-Man. Exactly. It was, um... I think, uh, yeah, it's Civil War Falcon looks awesome. He's always really looked awesome. I, I liked him, but, uh... Yeah. uh I like the actor, too. Yeah, yeah, he's a good... He, I've liked him ever since he was in 8 Mile. Yeah. I thought I always, always liked him from that point on. What, what movies he got coming out? He has another one coming out, doesn't he? Yeah, um, it's a movie with Seth Rogen. And oh Joseph yeah, Gordon Levitt. Um, night before the night before, it looks really funny. It does look pretty funny. Because uh, I mean, the, the director of that did director of Night Before did fifty. Uh, what was the movie? Seth Rogen and Joseph Gordon Levitt. Fifty fifty. Yeah, he that's the same director. Oh, really? Yeah. So we're going to depress us in that one. <laughs> so I, I kind of want to watch it because I've heard fifty fifty. I, I need to watch it, but I, I've seen clips, but I haven't watched the movie. So it's um. But I've heard fifty fifty really zero. It's a fantastic movie. So it's like, a, if that director did this, maybe it'll be better. Uh, as long as it's, to me, it's like, I love Seth Rogen, but I'm just tired of his writing. Like him and Goldman. But Goldman? Goldberg. Goldberg. I don't know, they're all the same. Kevin Goldberg. They're all Jews. Fuck! I don't know. Um, anyways, so... That was terrible. I know. But no, it's, it's fine. Like, I like them together, but it's just like... They, they've tiring. done so much together it's like okay it was funny the first five times it's just kind of getting old like so like to see him act in something else that he didn't write would be great like he could help write it that's fine but it's like someone else have a hand in it it'll help especially new actors like him yeah. and Joseph Gordon-Levitt again would be good and then bringing Anthony Mackie like it's a good good cast and uh you know Anthony Mackie's a, a solid actor and, oh yeah uh, I think he's a, he's a good uh, I'm not sure. I don't, I don't think he's ever been, but I'm not sure how ready he would be to be a lead yet. Yeah, I don't know. He's definitely a, a very good supporting actor, and I mean, he's going to be a lead one day. He is really a great actor. I didn't think like Michael B. Jordan was going to be a, a lead actor, and then Creed showed up. Yeah, and I've heard really good things about that. He looks good in it. He looks like and Stallone looks good in it too. Yeah, and I know they're saying like this could be his second Oscar for it. Or that, I have heard um, Oscar for it. supporting actor. I've heard it's as good. As, as the first one, yeah, people are saying that he he would be the se- like the second person. Joe and I were talking about like the second person to get uh, an Oscar for lead role and supporting role for the same character. Who's the other one? 
um, Pacino for Godfather. Oh shit! Part yeah. one, part two. He won for best actor, best supporting actor, part one, part two. And this would be the second person to do it. It'd be Stallone as Rocky and in, in the first Rocky, and then in Creed. That's that'd be awesome. That'd be cool. Kind of yeah. rooting for it now. Yeah. Uh, and I, did you see the picture? Like, in the, it's in the trailer, but Anthony Mackie dressed up like his dad, the Creed character dressed up like his dad. You mean Michael B. Jordan? That's what I meant. Yeah, Michael B. Jordan. Sorry, I'm not gonna say the rest of that. Sorry, yeah, I got it mixed up. Uh, so racist. I know. What's wrong with yeah, you guys? Everyone looks the same to me. It doesn't matter which race. <laughs> I don't see. I'm color. colorblind. Everyone. Looks the same. <laughs> I'm Asian. I have no reason to say that. Um, but no, but yeah, but uh, Michael B. Jordan, like, he's dressed up like Creed's character father. Like, he's got the, the same shorts on. Seen, I've seen, like, in the in the trailer, I've seen it, and it looks... I just, I'm excited for that movie. Like, uh, I'm the thing when we see it. Uh, Joe and I are going to it. I was going to say, it comes out tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Shit. Yeah. Um, I'll probably go see it this weekend. This weekend, next weekend. Monday it's going to be really good, I think. But uh, on a Wednesday? That's a weird day for a movie to come out. Yeah. I think it's the 25th, isn't it? I don't know. Um, I'll, see, I'll see it this weekend if it comes out. Yeah, it's coming out this week. Because yeah, Joe and I are going to go see it, so we'll go see it. I think, uh, yeah, that's that's going to be a really good movie. I, I'm really excited to see that. Um, I, I mean, trying to, I mean, not really a whole lot else this year, I think, is coming out. That's, I mean, Star Wars. Oh, um, fuck, yeah. Well, we've talked so much about that. Yeah, already. something else. There's something else coming out I want to go see. Maybe it's spring though. Hateful Eight. That's February. That's, isn't yeah, it? it was supposed to go out this. this that's right. There's this there's like five movies come out in the first three months that I want to go see real bad. Um, yeah, I think um, yeah, we don't have to wait very long to see Batman v Superman. That's soon. Or Civil War, really. Deadpool. And Deadpool. Deadpool's February. Oh yeah. There's Deadpool and then Captain America. No, Deadpool then, and then Batman. Batman then Captain America. <clears throat> I'm excited. I like that they finally came out and explained um, Batman v Superman. So it's not a sequel to Man of Steel. Right. It's a movie in the universe. Right. Like, okay, I get that because I was I was like legitimately upset because I'm like I don't like Superman, but I thought Henry Cavill did a hell of a job with the, he did in a the movie good job. and he held his own and made it again a, 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 a profitable. Uh, franchise, yeah, and then they go and, and I don't throw care. Batman into it and make that the sequel. I'm like, come on, fucking! I'm what? glad it's not a sequel. Yeah, I know people were like rumoring, like saying, like, oh, it's it's the fifth Batman movie, like in that series. Like they were talking about, like so it'd be the fourth. Yeah, but they were talking about like with with Man of Steel, like oh. it was going to be the fifth movie and it'd be Batman. I was like, no, it's not the same universe. It's, it's no, stop, <laughs> leave it alone. People just want things to happen. Because they were saying they were saying the Batman or yeah, the Batman v Superman was five, and I was like, "That's stretching." <laughs> that, yeah, that's a huge stretch. It's like it'd be cool, like if that was the case, they actually brought characters in from the original three movies. Like that'd be fine, but they're not. No. So why why even bring it up? They clearly said that they're not. Yeah. And in this universe, uh, Gordon's dead. Right. Uh, well, because it's it's over. Like this this is retired Batman. Yeah, and I've also heard. Uh, well, Gordon was alive in Dark Knight Returns. That's true. Um, but, this, but yeah, but this is retired Batman. Yeah, so it's like a lot of things. Older. Are, yeah, like he doesn't. We've already seen retired you see, Batman. Like, yeah, because you see Affleck. Like, he looks. He's got the gray spread like, a little old. bit. He looks old. Yeah, and I love that. Like all the reason he comes back is because what happened in I think um, Steel. I think also I mean, in this. Yeah, wait, Gordon's dead. I also. They showed a gravestone uh, from behind the scenes. Somebody snuck up and saw it, and it's Dick Grayson. He's dead. Uh-huh. 
but I did hear... Why did it depress me? I know, right? I knew you loved dick. Uh, dead boy wonder. <laughs> I thought that was Jason. Yeah, well. Um, but I have heard that He'll they're going there. to do... Um, uh, in the next Batman film, that it'll be Red Hood. That'd be interesting. That's I'm like, that's interesting because I mean, it's I never thought I'd see a live action. Will they do the Will they do the Jason Todd character? That's way I understood it. That'd be interesting that they're gonna go now unless they're gonna do this Batman v Superman, but then any movie bef- will be based before it. I hope not. I hope not too. I think it's gonna be it'll be awkward if they try to do that. Yeah. Um. I think everything's going to be based in the future, but I did hear, I mean, this Suicide Squad is obviously not going to be the end of uh, the Joker. No. Uh, he'll show up eventually, and I, ho- I hope they don't cop out and make him in the first movie. Maybe like a hint or have him in there for a little bit, but not as like the full-fledged villain. Let him let him marinate. Let him simmer. Um, I think, uh, yeah, first one, Red Hood's a good pull. I think it's an interesting That'd be an one. Inter- yeah, well, my thing is, is that they do the Jason Todd character. Like, he comes back and he's Red Hood, and once... When you do that turn and you find out that Batman finds out that it's Jason Todd, it's like, okay, well, what's like, what psychology thing is going to happen? Because it's like, okay, it's all to take in as Batman, like with that character, like, yeah, you're dead, <laughs> you're dead. You, <laughs> like, I, the yeah. fuck happened? I think because uh, then you get the whole because honestly, you could bring Joker into it and that could lead into the third movie mm-hmm. because you could be like, because I know he's going to be in like Batman and Joker are going to do their thing, but like. To have Red Hood come back and it be Jason, since Joker killed him, like if they can introduce Joker like towards the end, saying like this is he did it, and then Batman finally saves Jason Red, Todd. Yeah, Jason Todd and Red Hood like, becomes a good guy. Can, and... They could together go after, go after Joker. That would be really cool. Yeah, I think I'd like that a lot. That'd and, be uh, really fun. Um, I think yeah, I think maybe in the second movie they could have Joker and be fine. But again, like, it might want, not. I don't want him to like. I what I would love to see is like. Honestly, they could just have him as like a post credit scene, like like show him with Jason Todd before he was rescued, saying like, "See, like this is why he didn't come after you, and it's because like he doesn't care," and have the intro into. Showing that it was Joker that created Red Hood. Yeah, I think that'd be uh, interesting to do that. Go that route, and then he could be the main villain focus for the third third movie. Yeah, I think um, I'm trying to think what other villains they could really do. I mean, they've already they're introducing Killer Croc in Suicide Squad. I guess they could do him. They could, but I'll see a need as a him. main character. As a main I don't villain? see him as a main villain. No, not not saying he's not in the, in the comic books, but not in this. Like no. it's because to uh, me this is a this is a seasoned Batman. Like there's no need to bring in those characters. Who could they do though? As a seasoned Batman, who could? I mean, they could do the mutants from Dark Knight Returns, but like, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Riddler. <laughs> they need to give Riddler some love. I would love to see a Riddler done movie. properly. Yeah, because it'd be cool to see, again, thinking too much into stuff, like Batman, like at the first movie, it'd be Batman versus Riddler. You know, great minds battling back and forth. Second movie, you bring in uh, Red, Hood. Red Hood. It'd be like physicality, mm-hmm. but you know, that way you don't have to have Killer Croc in because we've seen stuff like that before. So you see the physicality between Red Hood and Batman and fighting, but Batman's not trying to kill him or hurt him. 
obviously doesn't try and kill him, but doesn't try and hurt him really bad because he wants to save him. And then he saves him. And then the third movie would be the Joker, who's, it's like, ultimate villain. So it's for, for Batman. So it's like, you get all kinds of different aspects battles. of the yeah, character. You get, you get the the wits, you see him solve the puzzles kind of stuff. Like, And obviously the goal eventually, I mean, this is, I think they want this to go beyond three movies. Yeah. Um, but we're also looking at Justice League movies, too. Yeah. So, I think... Uh, but my question is, if they do Justice League movies, they have to do, like, villains from space. I mean, they are bringing in Green Lantern Corps. Yeah, which would be awesome. Uh, which will be... Green Lantern and Because Flash. it's also, yeah, it's, they're calling it with the Green Lantern Corps is what they're calling the movie. Really? It's gonna, yeah, it's going to be... Are they doing Hal, then? I've heard... John Stewart, definitely. Hal Jordan, probably. I would love to see Hal in the first movie. No, I heard they're doing both. At the same time? Yes. Weird. Because it's going to be about the core. It's going to be about all the characters. So they're going to get proper characters done and good development for some of the main ones, like Kilowog, probably. Kilowog would be awesome. Sinestro. Hopefully Sinestro's already a villain, though. Yeah. I don't think we can go I think they should show, like, a backstory of him. Maybe. Just real quick. Like, I'm saying, like... I think he's still technically... If they do, like, a little... Even, like, a little video montage of what the Green Lantern Corps was... And it shows like this is this is my home like this is my my team this is what happened. I um, think uh, I mean yeah they could do a flashback but I mean they could still technically call the Green Lantern movie with Ryan Reynolds canon. Yeah. Technically, I mean it wasn't a great movie at all, um, and but fucking trust me it's better than Fantastic Four, <laughs> Fan Four stick. Um, um, yeah, which I'm really that's what, like another thing is like I'm really happy that that um, Michael B. Jordan got. Creed because save him after that save him after fucking that. because because the other actors probably aren't going to get a rescue because they're no. new they're new new actors well Miles Teller he was already he's already pretty safe he had the kind of Oscar year uh, from Whiplash that's true I still haven't seen that I haven't had that man I, I want to so bad but like he's got that I love uh, Kate Simmons. Mara um I don't I don't really give a shit she didn't do very good in this movie. Yeah, that's uh, the thing is like the other actors are kind of not very well known. Jamie Bell, yeah, he's not too known, but he should be. The dude's a good actor. Yeah, I think. I mean, he'll, he'll survive. He does the uh, the turn. Uh, it's a AMC show or A and E show. Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, um, the the British American. And he uh, does that show. Spy show. He you know that's a, a fairly good show from what I hear, and he gets you know really rare reviews for his uh, acting. But um, yeah, Michael B. Jordan really was the only one I was worried about after I watched the movie. I'm like, oh, this movie is dog shit. It's going to kill his career. I know I've seen his name in a couple shows, a couple movies here and there, but I was like, okay. And I saw Creed. I'm like, okay. And then I saw the trailers and reviews. I'm like, okay, well, that might save him. Like, that's that, that might put him out there. That's I heard really um, good so far. Yeah, I mean, I hope, it, I hope it's true that uh, Marvel reacquired Fantastic Four. I heard more about them talking about it again. Uh, I heard it before, and then obviously Fox came out and said, "No, it's not true at all. That's not the case." Um, but they'd be fucking stupid not to do that, yeah. not to let Marvel either have it back or strike a deal like they did with um, like Marvel did with Sony. They'd be it'd be dumb, yeah, because they have to know how bad that movie was. Yeah, they're not. Fox does a lot of shitty things and a lot of bad movies. But they've they're, got some decent ones. Too. They've got some decent ones, and they're smart enough to know, like, okay. Well, it felt that like they learned their good. mistakes. It's like they did with a bad the X Men movies. It's like, like, 
Alright, we fucked up. He realized yeah. what their mistake was. Let's get uh, Brian was, Singer back. As I say, was letting Brian Singer go. It's like, well, we made mistakes. Uh, how can we fix this? Well, Brian Singer did a good job. Alright, get him back. Get him back. Let's do it again. <laughs> let's see what he can do. And how else can we fix this? Uh, oh, Deadpool? Let's do Deadpool. Let's re- yeah, let's, let's fix Deadpool. I think... Uh, I can't wait for the Deadpool movie. It's going to be really good. Uh, I think... The whole... There's a lot of issues with uh, Fan Forstick. Um... And mainly with uh, the director. I can't remember the guy's name. Doesn't matter. He's a waste. That one guy. He did Chronicle. But yeah. Chronicle was a fine movie. Yeah. I, but uh, but it's like... He ruined, he won, ruined himself. He was signed on to do episode 8 of Star Wars. Oh. Or no, no, I take it back. Uh, Rogue, Rogue One. Rogue Ones? Yeah. yeah. He was uh, he was signed on to do that. Yeah. Who's and got then, it now? I don't remember. Okay. can't remember. I'll have to look it up. They did... Um, Sometime... Yeah, but he was signed on for that, and then all of a sudden, all the stuff started coming out about uh, what was going on behind the scenes of Fantastic Four, and so uh, Disney was like, "Oh no, we don't want this dude on it," and so they cut yeah. him off there. God, I hope not. Luckily, they, thankfully, they did because heck, look, okay, the dude did Chronicle. Chronicle was fine and really well done. It was a very inexpensive film to make. Um, so he went straight from a really inexpensive film to just a too big a budget movie. Like, this was like a tent pole. Like, this was supposed to start a franchise. He's not ready for that, clearly. Yeah. He, um, he was, uh, you know, kind of going batshit crazy with directing, telling the actors when to breathe, when to blink. Yeah, that's crazy. And then he, I guess he he sent out an email, like a mass email to the cast and crew saying, we made the best superhero movie ever ever put on film. We've made the best one. And one of the cast members, they said one of the main cast members, emailed him back and said, no, we didn't. Yeah. Just straight up told him, no, we didn't. Yeah. Because even the actors knew how bad it was. And him and Miles Teller almost came to blows. Um, and I, I think they kind of didn't really reveal, but, like, um, the guy that played uh, Doctor Doom in the movie oh, yeah. has come out against the film and kind of talking shit about it. And I'm like, he's not wrong. He's yeah. absolutely right. That movie was dog shit. And the director was terrible. And Fox did not handle the movie properly. The guy doing Rogue One is... Hasn't done a whole lot of movies, but he uh, directed the last Godzilla movie. Oh, uh, uh, Gareth Edwards. Yeah. So. Um, I'm excited for that. I loved that Godzilla movie. It was pretty good. So many people hated it. Though. I didn't. I didn't hate it, but I didn't love it. You know what? I I loved it. I absolutely loved it. I had my issues with it, but it wasn't anything crazy. It's it's movie stuff. It's like okay, it's movie logic. Fine. It only the big problem I had with it was they advertised Brian. Cranston. Yeah. Like, advertised <laughs> that he was in Kill it. He's dead, what, 15 minutes into the movie? Oh, yeah. It's like, oh, come on. Seriously, guys? Yeah. I thought that so was... So, are they making a sequel to that, then? Yep. Oh, yeah. Are they, then they're making another Godzilla movie based off of the old ones. No. Is that going to be the sequel? Yeah. No, no. They're, they're making doing... a kaiju movie where it's Godzilla versus, like, like it's a Godzilla fight movie. Like, it's, it's, like, it's just oh, like the old they're ones. They're doing... As far as I know, they're doing the Kong movies. They're doing Skull Island. Okay. And then they're doing Kong versus Godzilla. Okay. 
Because I'd heard they were making like a new version of the old style uh, Godzilla movies. Not as far as I, I know. Not oh, I mean they might be, but it might be the Japanese. Because it's supposed ones. to be like uh, what is it, King of the Monsters? Something to that effect. They, they're supposed to be making one of those movies. Um, but I hadn't heard what the villain was yet. I think uh, as far as I, I've heard is that they're doing the sequel to Godzilla, but they're also going to do at least the way I understood it was that Godzilla versus King Kong. Um, okay, I'm I'm fucking fine with that. I think, uh, I love that movie. I thought it was really cool, really, uh, I mean, I could see some people were like, there wasn't enough Godzilla in a movie called Godzilla. I'm like, you have to build him up. You can't just throw the motherfucker out there. Yeah. I mean, I get that we all know who Godzilla is, but you do, it, it's, you're starting fresh. You do have to build up the character. Yeah, somewhat. Um, and, and don't make a mistake. Godzilla's a character, not a fucking monster. Um, but I think, um... That movie, I, I like that movie, particularly the part uh, where the Muta monster, the Mutas, Mutos? Yeah, something like that. Uh, and he finally, uh, he was getting ready to kill the main human, and he's getting ready to kill him, and then all of a sudden he just stops, and you see, like, uh, Godzilla's spikes light up one by one, oh, yeah. and he just goes down, and he grabs him, and just fucking... Uh, breathes the atomic breath into him and yeah. kills him that way. That, was, that awesome. was so epic. That was fantastic. Me and Michelle were watching that in theater and like we both jaws dropped, looked at it, just stared like, oh my God, did you see? And she hates like every movie that I love. She hates it. And that movie, she was like, she didn't hate the movie. She didn't love the movie, but she didn't hate it. And she, and she dug that part particularly. Nice. But That's it was, uh, it looks like Godzilla versus Kong. It was 2020. That's, and I'm okay with that. That's yeah. gonna be cool as long as it's not like the Peter Jackson Kong. Yeah, hopefully not. <laughs> I hated that movie. I everybody, just, God, I everybody loved everything Peter Jackson does. Everybody just fucking beats off to it. I hate it. What was that? <laughs> yeah. No, I honestly haven't seen the King Kong movie. I don't care to. Like, it looked okay. You like, didn't see it. Yeah. It was terrible. I didn't care. I thought it was dog shit. I didn't give a shit. I, honestly, it's no offense. No, no offense to to the actor. Jack Black. I didn't give a shit. Like at that time when it came out, I didn't care about his acting. No, man. And I thought when I saw, it, I was like, okay, it's an interesting choice. I mean, and Jack Black, he's not a great actor, but he's not a bad no. actor. Like um, I love his comedy movies, totally. But like he's as far as dude. a drama movie, like I did, drama, didn't care. He is he, but drama, he's he's not terrible at when he does it, but it's not, he's not great. But my thing is, I just didn't want to see Don. I did Donkey Kong. Wow, I didn't want to see King Kong. You know, I just didn't care. No, man, nobody cared. You're fucking with the. But I heard the original. I heard the the effects were decent. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I guess. I, mean, it was like I his, don't know, man. Well, just, because that was the intro into, like, HD. But everything was is so CG heavy. Yeah. And I get, I mean, it's you can't do like you did with the original one from, like, 30s or, oh, from, no. the, or from the, whatever, 50s or whatever. Shot for Shot remake. 30, it was, like, 1930-something. Shot for Shot remake. Yeah, Shot for Shot remake Let's with the it. claymation. Let's do it. Stop animation, <laughs> King Kong again. <laughs> um, and I know they can't do that, but, Christ, like... It was so heavy with CG. Everything was CG. Yeah. It was it was almost like Tim Burton presents was King Jack, Kong. Jack Black's acting CG. Yeah, God, <laughs> I wish it'd be better. Um, no, and Adrian Brody was in it. He's not terrible. Uh, Naomi Watts. Brody they, himself they, is good. They wasted so many good actors in that. Naomi Watts and Naomi Watts and Adrian Brody. Two fantastic actors, but it's such a waste. 
Hate Even kind of Jack Black was a little bit wasted yeah. in that movie. See, that's why I hated. That's why I hated um, um, Captain One because I wasted Hugo Weaving. That's why I hated. I didn't hate Spectre, but I did not like Spectre that much. Because I wasted. They wasted Christoph Waltz. It was a waste. It, like if they bring him back in the next movie or two, then it might be better. But my problem with that is, is like, if this is Daniel Craig's last movie, which they're talking about, like. This is his last one. Mm-hmm. So I, thought, I thought he had one more left, but either the contract got cut or he only this was supposed to be the last one. But like, why would you introduce Christoph Waltz with this Bond when it's going to switch to a new Bond next year or next movie? Because like, they might not bring back Christoph Waltz in the next thing. But if they don't bring him back, then they waste him completely. That's true. And I'll hate that. He's such a good actor and a good villain. Who, who, who would you think is probably the biggest waste of a talent in a movie? Like, ever? That you can think of, yeah. I don't know. There's, there's quite a few, but I mean, recently I'm, I'm still like my biggest hatred right now for for that is is Christoph Waltz, and that I know there's worse ones out there, but like that's the one on my top of my mind because I saw it recently. I'm trying to think of another. I probably and probably because it's more present in my mind. Well, no. I guess that's so much of a waste of an actress as a character, but Deadpool and Wolverine Origins. Oh, yeah. That was a waste of a character. Uh, as far as actors it wasn't go, a waste of a character. They just did it wrong. It was a waste of a character. Totally a waste. Just because it, cause they did it so wrong that it was like, you fucking pissed all over that character. Yeah. It's like they tried to, to adapt him so to a new style. Barack-a-pool? And it, yeah, it was awful. Like, and I get, like, <laughs> it was like the argument, like, and I think you might be one of the people like, okay, where do his claws, where do Wolverine's claws go? How does he able to bend his wrists? Yeah. And so I'm like, okay, fucking shut up. Like, <laughs> first of all, it's Wolverine. You can assume that there's a, a channel where it goes. And I can argue that away. Like, he can bend his wrist because it doesn't go all the way back. Or there's a channel for it. Or something, something to that effect. I cannot defend adamantium swords coming out of his forearms. That is, okay, it's like, okay, how the fuck does he move yeah. and not look like Ralphie from uh, uh, Christmas Story? Like, yeah, Papa, oh, yeah. <laughs> like, it, it's so ridiculous. Yeah. But, like, it, uh, I guess as far as actors go, again, it's probably because it's more recent, it was probably Miles Teller in uh, Fantastic Four. Yeah. Too good of an actor for that movie. Well, all those actors were above that movie. Yeah. But uh, him particularly. Maybe, um, yeah, that's maybe, a good one. Maybe Chris, shut up, <laughs> Christopher Maloney. Oh, and um, what's the, oh shit, what's the name of the movie? Harold and Kumarger. Yeah, Jedi White Castle. Yeah, it's not really a way. It was actually a perfect uh, use of the him. It was funny. Yeah, it makes which me if if nobody knows, and I didn't know for years, I never realized it. Uh, Christopher Maloney, best known as Elliot Stabler, off of a lot order. Special Victims Unit. Joey's Rape Show. Yeah. Yeah. It's the uh, Law and Order, the rapey one. The Rape Show. He's always in, he's in the episode where like Stabler gets mad, Olivia gets really upset, and then somebody gets raped. Yeah. Um, Joey, literally, when when he's watching TV, flipping the channels, if SVU is on, he's like, oh, Rape Show's on. That's what he calls it. I love that show. It's really good. It's so good. But it's um, definitely the best one. Totally. Eh, Well, I miss Maloney though. I do miss him. He really went downhill after that. Uh, but no... He was Green Lantern. Before, huh? 
He did the voice for Green Lantern. Did he? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, he did it for... There's two main animated movies that I lo- I've seen that I love. And the first one was Maloney. And the second was Nathan Fillion. Oh, yeah. Uh, b- before we uh, continue on the path of uh, stroking off Maloney... Um, Christopher Maloney was in Harold and Kumar Go to White Castle right. as Freak Show. Yeah. Which, for years, I never realized. And then finally, I was like, he, he played in all three. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was like, he wasn't in the... Because I, 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 I love the first one. I, I, you know, I, watched that, I used to watch it religiously. Uh, somebody took my copy of it. I don't know where it's at now. Bastards. Fucking assholes, right? Motherfucker. But, um... And I was like, I watch that movie all the time. He's not in that movie. And I'm going through and watching it. And then I get to the freak show. I'm like, is is that Maloney? And then I find out the two he, he was yeah. freak show. And I was like, oh my God, he's, he's so fucking so funny. funny. Maloney's hilarious. He is. And I wish, his, I really wish that his show would have done better. The other one where like, he's the dad. Yeah, I wish it would have. It just, wasn't that bad, but the, it, the writing in it just wasn't there. Because I think like, the dude's funny. And he did a good job. And the son did a decent job, but the writing just wasn't up to par. He seems he always seems like an actor to me that's kind of like looked into acting. Yeah, like he was like a construction worker. If I remember, he was a construction worker that just kind of acted. started acting. <laughs> uh, and I think he started in The Wire. Is last is the first thing I think. I need to watch that still. Um, but he was Joe's in that, it, and yeah. then after that, he was in Law and Order SVU, which. He went on for, for like how many years? 14, 14 years. 14 seasons he was on the show. And then he left the show. And here's the big problem I had with Law and Order SVU after he left. They never mentioned his fucking name. Yeah. Not once. They always say Olivia's old partner. Or if Olivia's speaking, my old partner. It's like, just say his name. Jesus. Let him fuck. It bothers me so bad, like, and, and I didn't, like, me and Michelle both, we get so mad because they do, it's like, okay, how dare you say his name? First of all, he was the best character on that show. Oh, yeah. Easily. And it wasn't, and see, here's well, the I thing. Well, I love their relationship. Yeah, totally, because it was never it was never, never romantic. Never romantic, and I love that. It never even hinted at being romantic. Yeah, just they, they, you obviously knew they cared about each other, mm-hmm. and that was as far as it went, and I would love that, that they care about each other so much because they were partners, and there was no worry about them being together. Exactly. It was so good. I think, and it, it, I think what they were trying to accomplish with uh, not mentioning his name after season 14 was um, trying not to point out they lost arguably their most uh, popular character. And I think it actually brought more attention to it because it wasn't necessary that he was the most popular. Uh, it wasn't about, It wasn't about who was the best character. What mattered on that show was the team of Olivia and Elliot. And I think whenever they don't mention him and they mention my old partner, it points out they clearly know how important he was to the show. Yeah. So they're not going to say his name. They need to bring him back. Because as far as I know, he's not really doing a whole lot. They need to bring him back to the show. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't have to stay. He can just do a few I episodes. think he should fucking stay. I do too, but if he doesn't want to, yeah. I mean, see if he'll come back for like a special episode or something. Because I know like after he left, I saw them doing way more crossovers with like Chicago PD and Ch- Chicago Spire. Yeah. I'm like, okay, now you're just trying to get ratings, which is fine. It, it's weird to think like, you know, because they're, they're all in the same universe. Um, but uh, I, I just I always think he should come back in some way. And there's another character from the Law and Order. He should come back as a rapist. He should come back as a rapist. <laughs> I think that was um, an awful idea. I think um, 
I've, I've only said really ever one other character should come back to the show or come back to Law and Order, and I think that's Vincent D'Onofrio's uh, Detective Gorham. Yeah, I would, I would like them to come him to come back and work uh, at least like an episode or two uh, with SVU because I was really mad a couple seasons ago they had um, his partner and I can never remember her name uh, or I think the actress's name was Ellie Kemper or no that's not it it's doesn't matter I don't like the character um, but it's it's uh, his partner they brought her back makes sense as a crossover and in that she did her very best. Vincent D'Onofrio impression and whatever because if you ever watched it uh, he would always crook his neck you know crook his neck and look at him and Vincent D'Onofrio explained that away explained that before because people always ask him I was like okay what the fuck what's wrong with your eyes <laughs> and uh huh he uh and he said the reason he does it is because he feels it would be off putting to whoever he's interrogating He's forcing eye contact with them, so that's when he always looks at them. He's making them look in, into his eyes, so it's always that's why he's doing it. And she did it in there, and it was just first of all, it was too subtle, like you didn't notice her doing it until they made a blatant mention of it. Yeah. And again, they're like, "My old partner." I'm like, "Fucking say his name, it's say Goran, say Elliot." Jesus, it's not hard to say. But um, I'm actually, I'm, I'm actually a very huge, huge Law and Order nerd, like. To the point that I can, uh, I know actors who have guest starred on there, and I get furious. And you can ask Michelle, I get furious whenever they have the same actor portray two different characters, and uh, whether it's on SVU because SVU is really bad about that. They'll have the same actor portray two different characters on the same show, uh, or in the same universe. And now they do one of the Chicago shows. Uh, it's in the same universe as it. They have one actor on there who once portrayed uh, a rapist who had AIDS on the show, and he got burnt by acid on SVU. Now he's a character on the one of the Chicago shows. I was like, okay, no, he didn't have a scar on his face. He can't exist. Or who else? I'm trying to think. And this is about to get really geeky up in here. Um, uh, the comedian, the one from Indiana, uh, Jim Gaffigan. Jim Gaffigan. He's played. If memory serves, and correct me if I'm wrong, three different characters uh, between SVU and uh, Criminal Intent. Hmm. Uh, and they did have... I know that was part of the... Rollins. Oh, yeah. Detective Rollins. She's played uh, a victim on SVU. Obviously, Rollins on SVU, who was also a victim at one point. Uh, and also a criminal on Criminal Intent. Interesting. And this is what's in my head all the time. I'm sorry. I know these things. <laughs> it's just in my head, and it's and I I can't remember birthdays. I can't remember any important day. The only re I remember my anniversary because it's on Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> I remember I remember Michelle's birthday because I made a mistake one year and forgot it. Yeah. Good job. Um, which, in my defense, and she doesn't believe me, and you guys will. Maybe back me up, but maybe not. Um, <laughs> I never forgot what day her birthday was on. Her birthday is on March 30th. I forgot what day of the week it was that day. Oh, okay. So I didn't realize it was already March 30th. Yeah. So you didn't forget. I never forgot her birthday. You're just stupid. Exactly. <laughs> 
Yeah, I tried to point that out. She was not. She did not. She does not buy it. And really, no, no female that I've ever talked to ever uh, uh, takes my side on that. I wonder why. Probably because I was an asshole and forgot her birthday. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> hey, she'll get over it. <laughs> she'll get over it. Um, no, now it's like a constant joke. She we make at each other. Um, I defend it. She always says, "You forgot my birthday." I'm like, "No, I didn't." I always knew what your birthday was. I just forgot the day of the week. I forgot the day of the week. Um, Makes sense. Yeah, so I, mean, I don't I don't remember birthdays, but I can sure as fuck tell you who's guest starred on SVU and uh, Criminal Intent. That's awesome. It's like Joey spinning off the world champions. Yeah, totally. And I watched that video. I'm, yeah, I keep so meaning good. that. I want to put it on Twitter and share it with WWE and see if it catches attention. It's insane. Like, uh, just being able to do it off script. Just, like, there was one mistake he made, and he admitted to it in there, and it was he forgot a vacancy. Yeah, which... Fuck who cares? A vacancy. He knew from he knew from cha- he knew who held championship. But the fact that he even knows like champion to champion to vacancy to champion to cha- is fucking amazing. I think. Uh, also, did you did you happen to watch the Survivor Series? Uh, I saw part of it. I, was, I know that year. I was I watched it at your part. Yeah, of it. Um, I, I know you weren't there, but that day. Uh, it was pretty fucking awful. Yeah, that's what I heard. And not awful. Super boring. Yeah. Um, I heard the title change was not very well done. Like, it wasn't bad, but it wasn't... Their match was like seven minutes. So stupid. Couldn't believe... Me and Joey were both like... We're like the whole Shane's over? thing, too, is kind of dumb. I don't know. I mean, it, here's the good thing about it that I wish, that I think. Um, one, it got Reigns cheered. True. And it also buys him sympathy. Um, so I think... Uh, at least he can chase the title now, like, properly. He can chase the title and it'll build sympathy and help build him up. Yeah. Uh, we do know he's going to win it at the Royal Rumble, probably. Most likely. Uh, and carry it until WrestleMania. But uh, it, it build him... First of all, he was getting kind of boodish. People were starting to kind of cheer a little bit whenever Triple H came out and, like, presented his hand to shake it. Because they thought, uh, you know, oh, he'll turn heel and it'll be, you know, awesome and he'll be heel finally. Um... And he didn't, and he just, he goes to the ring, turns around, fucking spears Triple H hard. Like, it was hard. And immediately, as soon as he hits him, the crowd fucking blew up and cheered on him. Like, oh, shit. That's all it took. He had to spear Triple H. He has to fight the man. And then Sheamus came out, broke, kicked him, and then pinned him. He kicked out of the first broke kick. And then he went to go broke, kick him again. He ducked under it, came back around, and then got broke, kicked, and pinned, and won, and Sheamus won. Um, it's fine as long as it's, and it's, it sounds like a joke because CM Punk did that on his, on the podcast where he told his story. Yeah. Um, that it makes Roman look strong. Yeah. You know, it, it, this will Kicked help him out, out in the end. got up, yeah. And I think, uh, and I've really, I mean, it's kind of a rare thing when they do that. I know, I remember the first time I ever really saw that was they did it, uh, whenever Jeff Hardy won the World Heavyweight Championship after a ladder match with uh, Edge. Yeah. They did a ladder match. He won in just like the coolest way ever. I uh, always liked that ending. Uh, CM Punk came out, cashed in on him, and hit him with the go to sleep. Jeff Hardy kicks out. And then hits him, he finally hits him again and then wins. Yeah. Uh, it, it's kind of cool when they do that because it helps, it makes it look like, okay, they didn't totally fucking lose the title. They, I mean, they were just wore out. Yeah, um, two finishers. Like. And, I mean, like with Roman Reigns, he fought two matches that night. Yeah. One and a half, really. Uh, Fair enough. 
But uh, it was actually, they did some good spots in that, and the Roman Reigns-Dean Ambrose match. Like, yeah. uh, part of they both kneeling down, and, just, and they started looking at each other, and they just started, like, punching each other. Like, it, it looked like they closed fist punched each other a few times. It was fun. It was kind of cool, but, uh, yeah, just, it was in, like, watching Undertaker and Kane. Brothers of Destruction. Jesus, they need walkers. <laughs> it looked, I mean, it was so drab and boring. Yeah. And it was it's like come on the Wyatt brothers or their their Wyatt family rather they're fucking falling apart. Yeah, it's just they it's not they need to go Wyatt needs to go one on one against the Undertaker again, possibly at Royal Rumble, maybe at TLC, and win him win over him clean. Yeah. Did you watch Raw? No, I didn't. Did okay. you? Uh, I watched part of it. Really wasn't that great. Some matches were good. Kevin Owens' match was decent. It was Kevin Owens always does a good yeah. job. On his Joey match. and I were watching it, and I didn't watch Survivor Series, but he he said that the women's match was what they should have had on Survivor Series. It was really good. oh yeah that women's it was a rematch not very yeah it, it, Monday they had a rematch between Paige and Charlotte it was much better way better good a lot more violent a lot more they had mistakes but nothing crazy bad um, but like. Had some really good moves. Had some really good back and forths. Um, you could really tell, like they had some back and forth slaps. Like it almost got silly how many times they slapped each other. Really? Because they like it ended up first it was real strong slaps, and after a while it was like, eh. <laughs> how can we stop? They're getting real weak. Yeah. And like there was part where Paige was up in the in the ropes, like her head was against the top rope, and her she was sitting on this middle rope, and Charlotte speared her. And she couldn't, I mean, she can't really spear her full force because she's going to fall back and hit her head. Yeah. So it's like she comes up, like, hits her in the gut and then, like, kind of swings around her and goes outside by herself. And then Paige fell. It was a little weak. But it was just like they did a lot of stuff. And I still don't understand. And I was talking to Joe about this before. He was telling me before it happened again on Raw. Don't understand her putting her in the submission move on top of the table. It makes no fucking sense. No, it does. It's not like intense like, or anything. It's like, I'm going to put the submission maneuver. You're not touching the table on the table. And so it'll like, hurt just as much as if I did somewhere else. I mean, it's a, I guess it's a good photo op. But I like, guess. Joe's like, now if she grabbed her neck and did it and then slammed her into the table real hard. That'd be different. Fine. But it's like, she has a move where she could do it into the table. I forget what it's called, but. The, pay, uh, the bookmark? No, so, the whatever page it is. Page turner. Page turner. Like, she could do that into the table. That would make sense. It's like you're gonna put a submission maneuver on top of the table where she doesn't even touch the ground. It doesn't yet. Anytime, any, any, they've done it before. You know, uh, Chris Benoit has done it before. The cross face on the on tables. Jericho's done it. Uh, the walls of Jericho on the table. Well, see, that kind of makes more sense because their face is on the table. But even then, it's not. I but, mean, but yeah, but it means a harder surface. So at right. least it it would hurt more than the canvas. That's true. Like not one but bit of like, her body is held up on the. Yeah, Paige holds her body up. If anything, it's making it harder on Paige. Yeah, because it's not cushion. Um, <laughs> it's like good job. I mean, yeah, it's, uh, I don't know, man, and I know the product's not getting good. I know they're suffering just because they're under, of injuries. Their their Raw was underneath 3 million viewers. That's, yeah, it was like 2.9. It's like, it's like, shit. I know they, <laughs> they needed, they need to do something. I guess Joe said Mick Foley came out and said that. Said he's almost a former WWE fan. Yeah. And I, I that's going to be a big hit. And, I, and I'll tell you what, I mean, like, uh, I honestly... I don't blame I, anybody. I haven't it's... watched an episode of Raw, uh, a full episode of Raw, in not since well before SummerSlam. We, were, we probably haven't either. We'll, Joe will skim through it. 
but it's it's just not it's not it's, good anymore. It's boring. It's so boring. Like they they like Vince has lost touch. Mm-hmm. It's it's now here's the thing, and I said they, this he to does Joey. good stuff. I and I said this to Joey. Obviously, Vince has been there for a very long time. He does know the business. He does. And I always want to say that not he's not so out of touch. He is clearly out of touch with certain aspects. But I do believe that certain things are leading somewhere. Yeah. I think the authority angle is leading somewhere. Yeah. And I think they are going to finally make them a, a, like a real stable. Yeah. Make them so it's like uh, but I feel the like, Corporation 2.0 sort yeah. of thing. But I feel like, I feel like Vince... What I what I feel like he's lost touch with is is the talent aspect. Like he understands the business. He understands. He I think he understands the booking even to a point, but I feel like he doesn't understand the talent and what the fans want out of their talent. Because it's Cause like fans are changing now. To I mean, obviously they still want good stories and entertaining stories, but they're more interested in the talented wrestlers of it. Not yeah. not the people who are just good on the mic or can tell a good story. Being or or the the you know, like the powerhouses. Like, yeah, yeah, like it's fun to see those sometimes. And the biggest thing was, but, I, I mean, like anytime Big Show comes out, whenever it's like meant to be a story, nobody gives a shit anymore. He is literally the largest athlete in the world. He is agile. He is an, actually a very good wrestler, and he is funny and talented on the mic. Nobody likes him. Nobody cares about him. And it's nothing against uh, Paul White. I'm sure the dude's really cool, but. Just nobody gives a shit anymore about him, and they should. You know what I mean? If they would do their job, he people would care about him. You know, and and I feel like my I think a big problem with that is with him is he's he's changed sides so many times, so many times, and now it's just like a joke. It's like anytime, many, anytime he does it, it's just like eh, okay, yeah, we knew, we kind of figured, but it's, like, yeah, it's never know. surprising. It's just it's disappointing what they do. I can't even know. I can't even think of what they could do really to fix it. Besides, let do. triple triple A's run it. The booking of it, yeah. If he did that and he helps with the creative, it would go a little better. Yeah, they need they need uh, authority to be a stable. They need to be a, be an actual authoritative stable. Pick one side, stay heel or stay face. They can't flip flop because there's every now and again uh, they flip flop. Yeah, and they can't do that anymore. They have to be one or the other. I think they need to do that. They need their champion, which unfortunately as of right now is Sheamus. I would, it would be better if Reigns was their champion. Yeah. Or even Ambrose. I'd, I'd rather Reigns because it makes more sense. I want to see Ambrose go for it, though. I do, too. I think... Uh, I love his character. But they need like they need their champion. They need an enforcer. Maybe two. Uh, and they need a good tag team. Yeah. And that's what... They need to become a stable. Uh, and I think, like, they could I have... New Day, though. New Day is the only reason to watch Raw anymore. Um... I don't think they should... I, I still like primetime players a lot, too. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're really, really good. good. They're very entertaining, but it's just like New Day is out there just doing what the fuck they want. And that's the thing, like, um, if you remember, like, Edge and Christian, the only reason they got over was because nobody was watching them. Yeah. Nobody watched or knew what they were going to do. They just went there and did their own thing. Like, Christian was... Like, the kazoo. Just as simple as, simple as that. Christian went and he was like, I, I want a kazoo. And just took a good zoo and went out there with it, and it was awesome. Fucking gold. Now, this is going to be in my head, hundred percent. When I saw, because Heath Slater was on Raw, really? Yes. And he got his ass kicked. Well, yeah, I mean, by, yeah. by Rusev. So it's like great. He's by back. Rusev? Was it Rusev? Maybe not. It was Ryback. It was Ryback. Okay. Sorry. Ryback. 
Um, so in my head, when I saw Slater, and this is all in my head because I'm an idiot and I do weird stuff. When, when I saw Heath Slater in my head, the first thing I thought of was like, oh, cool. What if someone came out and he, he won? Like Heath Slater, you know, like he left, he came back, and now he's winning. And they put three-man band back together. And we get three-man band versus New Day. And the uh, three-man three band's actually good. Like, they'd be a good team. Like, that would be so much fun to see three-man band versus New Day. Like, if they were actually... That would be awesome. Because they're fun on the mic. Like, honestly, I like Heath Slater. I like three-man band. He's funny. But I just hate how it's just squash, squash, squash. And it's not like he's a terrible uh, wrestler. He's actually a very good... Yeah, he's, he's not fine. very good. But he's a pretty but good wrestler. But he could be good. Like, yeah. I feel like him and three-man like, three band, like, they could do a good I mean, job. obviously, they can't have anybody that was in three-man band anymore. Right. But I'm just saying... Jinder but... Mahal and... Uh, uh, Drew McIntyre. Yeah, uh, Jinder Mahal's gone. Uh, Drew McIntyre's in TNA. But like, but, but why could why couldn't he get like new talent to make a new three man band? Totally, and there's like, no reason he push couldn't. a couple people from from NXT. Some of the lower card NXT yeah. people and put someone in there with them, make a three man band again, and then like have them be contenders against New Day. It'd be and, fun. And 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 uh, fucking what is, what's their faces? <laughs> oh crap. See, that's a... They just wrestled with, with uh, Stardust. They were from NXT. Oh, the... Starts with an A, I think? Ascension. Ascension. Like, that would be fun, because like, how serious they are versus how funny that they would be. Like, it would be so much fun to see them and wrestle. Think, and see, that's another problem, because, like, you, we could easily think of how to boost up and make the tag team division more fun and entertaining, uh, even with New Day being as fun and entertaining as they are. But, like... And we can think kind of how to do the mid card, but like the fucking main event card, like the headliners, it's not really a way to make them any better. It's hard. You can't yeah. think of anything because like they have no talent and I'm kind of pissed away everyone. Yeah. Or, or people are injured. Yeah. Because now uh, Cesaro. Cesaro's injured. God. sucks. He's going to be out six to eight months is what I heard. So, yeah. It's Cesaro. And he could totally like, and he could be the, like the authorities enforcer. Or, Dude, he would be so good. Like having him as a bad guy. And like, I, as the authority. And see, you would not even need him to talk. He'd just come out. And that's Vince's big thing. Just come out and do what they tell him to do. Exactly. It's so much fun. I think um, he would be good at that. And I think uh, was, um, Sami Zayn. Oh. I hope he comes back soon. See, so put him as three man band. He doesn't need it. No, he's good by himself. Um, <laughs> and obviously, Seth Rollins is injured. Gonna be out until after WrestleMania. Daniel Bryan. Uh, I know they're still going back and forth as to whether Vince is going back and forth whether to let him wrestle. I don't think they will. And Daniel Bryan said he would he would retire, which, which is fine. And I and I it mean sucks, people but... people can get upset, but here's the thing. I, I One, understand they're dealing, the call. They're still dealing with this, like the lawsuit, I think. I think yeah. they're and still I, I, working with that. Yeah, because I understand... You have to take care of him. You have to make sure he does... And I don't want to say it again, but like you got to make sure another Chris Benoit situation doesn't happen. Yeah. Because... Well, like the last thing you want is for... I'm not, I, I am not blaming WWE for Chris Benoit. No. That's his own fault. He made that decision. He made the decision. And yes, he did have a lot of concussions because he chose to do the flying headbutt. Uh, and he chose to do a lot of like head based moves, and he also chose to take steroids like a motherfucker. Yeah. So, but I feel like I feel like they have to be very careful mm-hmm. because one, they have to take care of the talent, and two, they don't want any further injuries on the show. Totally. Because I mean, that's any business. It's not just wrestling. Any business. And Daniel Bryan goes wanna... hard too. Daniel Bryan goes. He works yeah. really stiff, and he works 
but it's uh, like you don't fast want, and hard like any company you don't want injuries no it's like on the clock because that's that's stuff you've got to work with like you've got to you know make sure they're okay you got to fix it you've got to pay for it essentially uh, and you've you've got to take care of them especially with the comp like especially with a company where all you do is a fight like yeah it's scripted but they really do that shit like it hurts i don't see how people can do it like, no totally and yeah yeah it's definitely yeah we know it's scripted but like Clearly, we can look and see Daniel Bryan's had, what, this is his third concussion? Yeah. And, I mean, besides that, he's had neck injuries. Cena's had neck injuries. Stone Cold had to retire. Uh, Edge had to retire. Like, 34, he had to retire. It sucks. He had so much good potential going still. Yeah, he could have really gone for a long time. But, like he said, he had only really thought that he only had, like, maybe a year or two left. Yeah. And he would retire anyways. So, I mean, a little bit early. But, yeah. But, I mean, at least, like, my thing is, is, yeah, if they don't let him wrestle, as long as it's for his own safety. And so be it. It's, it's under- understandable. Totally with it. I, I, I'd, be, I'd rather I be that way. It. I would then, really hate it because I want to see him wrestle again. But if not. But if it's going to hurt him, I don't want that. No, I don't want to hurt at all. But, um, so I guess going back to what we were talking about at the beginning of this, for me at least, is, is why I liked Flash. <laughs> <laughs> Started with talking about that. We went to Superman and continued all the way to wrestling. Um, so my biggest thing, the reason I like the flash so much as a kid growing up is because I did not like Superman that much. All right. And the first thing I've ever read with flash in it was flash. Well, one of the first things was flash beating Superman in a race, which I loved. And then like, there's something in the comic books where like something happened, but flash was beating up Superman. And I love it. I don't remember that. But that's... Yeah. I don't remember what it was. I was a kid. I just remember getting a headache. It does make me love him more. Books. Just because, like, because you think about it, like, yeah, Flash is scrawny. He always has been. That's what I love about the Flash, too. He's like, like so it was, even with Spider-Man, like, he gets big once he gets attacked by the, with, bit by the snake, or snake, spider. Snake Man. Woo. Um, by the way, this is just for Jonah, I guess. Ferrets are, are cat snakes, just so you know that. Yeah, I, mean, I guess it's accurate. Ferrets yeah. or cat snakes. Um, anyways, uh, but I, I love, like, even Spider-Man, when he got bit by the spider, got muscles. Got kind of jacked um, up. Flash is scrawny. Always yes. has been scrawny. Even even Hal Jordan and them, they're military. They're big guys. He, but he has so much momentum that he can hit a punch against Superman and knock him out. Like, it's insane. Like, the Flash can run run the circumference of the Earth faster than Superman can fly it. Yeah. I mean, he, he he's scrawny, but he can put so much force behind a punch, it would knock you out. Like he also kind of gives hope, hope, hope to nerds. Yeah, uh, like he he's able to do all this stuff, and he's just normal. Like yeah, his technically his muscles do get stronger because he his body heals him faster. Right, but but he's he doesn't not, really gain muscle. He's not jacked up. No, or... he's normal. But yeah, I, that's that's why I always like. Flash and like Green Lantern too, but like Green Lantern wasn't because of that. Just because I like the idea of going to space and getting powers from a ring. Because I like jewelry. Flair, Shipping. Um But yeah, I always like Flash because it was like the first time I ever read any comic books with Flash in it. He beat Superman in a race. And like I mean, he was strong to me. Like the way he is, he can be stronger than Superman. Yeah, I mean, because and, and it's the not, and he's and he's not increased by a sun. Like, it's his true. powers aren't increased because there's a sun nearby. Like, that's one of the things, like, if, if 
and that's always talking to someone else about like with a Superman game like how can you make a Superman game fun because the only thing I can think of is if you have Lex Luthor he creates something to block whatever radiation gives him gives him powers from the sun and weakens him so he's almost normal but don't you think it would just be fun anyways just to play Superman just stomp the piss out of people yeah. all day long yeah that'd be fun it would be of course. Unless you make it for 64. Ah, you knew where Horrible. I was going. <laughs> Pick up these cars. Why? Because I said so. Okay, fly through these rings. Why? Because I said so. And even then, like, by Pick up you, more cars. you only get, what, 10 seconds or something stupid like that with you pick up the car. It's and like, the flying controls are awful. And the, and, the, and the instructions are there for a fraction of a second. Yeah, right? and, and, the, and the flying controls are awful. Terrible. Oh, my gosh. It was such that an awful game. That's such hope, too. Yeah. I was, like, I was excited about there that game. There was a game I played where, like, you played a Superman and you had, like, X-ray I think I owned that game, too. X-ray vision. You could see through the walls. You had the fight and stuff. And it was fine, but it wasn't as good. Maybe Rocksteady will make a... That'd be cool if they did. But, like, I was thinking, like, like you could make a uh, thing where Lex Luthor creates something to block that, that blocks most radiation so he loses percentages of, power, of his powers. And he has to go through and... You call him Monty Burns. He has to go through and, like break those things to make it so he gets more powers and more powers and more powers and that's how he kind of levels up like that'd be fine yeah but at the same time it's like I just don't care about Superman <laughs> yeah I don't know I mean I'd probably play it if Rocksteady have. made the game I'd play it but like yeah I, I don't give two shits about I heard the their last thing I heard rumors of was that they were looking at making like a Justice League game that was the rumor before they made Arkham Knight yeah because I heard like they are looking at uh, like a, a, a Justice League game where you play as Batman, Superman and Wonder Woman and like those are the three characters you can play as, and then eventually they were going to be like where you can play as a bunch of characters. They're going to make another Justice League game, and you can play as like Green Lantern and Arrow and Flash. That's what I'm waiting on. I'm waiting on uh, a Green Lantern game. I would love a Flash game where you could just run really fast everywhere. Because uh, to me, they already have that. It's called Sanctuary Four. Yeah. Well, I was I was gonna I was gonna go with um um crap. What's the name of the game? PlayStation, Cole, Second Son, Infamous. Infamous. Second Son, because like, when you play a Second Son, you get the neon powers. You can run up walls, and you can run really far and jump really far and stuff. It's like, okay, I'm Flash, essentially. And you leave a little like neon streak. I'm like, okay, I'm Flash. <laughs> so... But, like, they've got games out there where you play like that. But I think, uh, but, like, a Green Lantern game would be cool, though, because, like, you could go around a different... I mean, you think really like it, not just an open stuff. world, but it's like an open universe. Yeah, if they did that eventually, if you could go to different planets and stuff, it'd be fun. A Green Lantern core game would be so much fun. Oh, it's terrible. Oh, it'd be cool if you made your own Green Lantern. Like, yeah, you create your own character. You find a ring, like the ring comes to you, and you you have to fight, defend your own sector and stuff. See, that'd be, that'd be awesome. So much fun. Um, that'd be really cool. Rocksteady is tough to make that. Rocksteady, and someone else was telling me like, why don't they make a Spider-Man game? Because they already have the schematics in there for it. Because with the grappling hook and stuff, you just adjust, adjust that a little bit. Your fight, and he doesn't really kill either, so it's like your fight system is about the same. I mean, yeah, but like Beast Harmonics, I believe it was, that, yeah. that made the uh, other ones. They didn't do a terrible job. Yeah. The last Amazing Spider-Man game was awful, though. Nah, I heard that was bad. I, I, I was talking more about the... Um, the old PlayStation ones? No. Oh. Uh, they did Shattered Dimension. Oh, yeah. Shattered Dimension. Edge of Time. Yeah, those and Shattered Dimension, I thought, was uh, better than Edge of Time. Yeah. But uh, I thought, I mean, I thought those were fun. The, yeah. It was like they finally kind of realized how to do a Spider-Man. But the big thing everybody wants is an open, open-world Spider-Man game. Yeah. And they did that with uh, Spider-Man Two. Yeah. Was it two or three? I, I think it was remember. two. 
Uh, they did the whatever the game was. Uh, it was really well done. But yeah, I mean, oh, and um, Web Web of uh, Shadows. Is Web of Shadows. Yeah, that was. A, I thought that was a really fun game. Really underrated too. Yeah. Well, I think that'll close it off for today. So, till next time, I'm Jake. I'm John. What were we talking about?